Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are currently in our podcast message entitled, The Great Apostasy. And today I will continue to share a commentary written for the Berean Call by the late Dave Hunt, entitled, Revival or Apostasy. The discernment it offers is vital for the hour in which we live, for time is quickly racing forward towards the end of the age that the Holy Scriptures tell us has already been set by God's foreknowledge and the perfection of all he has purposed to do in his sacred timeline. Truthfully, the rapture could happen at any moment, and the legitimate church of Jesus Christ should be prepared for that event with anticipation and longing for his coming. But even if we have a decade or more, and I say this with the conviction that I would be very surprised if it could be much longer than that, with all the signs which are pointing otherwise, we should be in a stance of readiness as salt and light to a dark and dying world, and to be purposed to contend earnestly for the true faith which was once for all delivered to the saints, while it is yet today. However, the church, being in its almost full-blown Laodicea condition, isn't giving much consideration to the nearness of the time. And in fact, many, if not most, in Christendom either do not believe the rapture is a reality, or if they do, they are of the mind that it is a very long way off. And thus their main concentration is on the living out of life on this planet, which is positioning them to not only forsake those things that hold eternal consequences, but to fall prey to the many antichrist persuasions that are leading to the great apostasy. Scripture has forewarned us will take place before the antichrist is revealed and the tribulation period begins. And because of this worldly stature the lukewarm church has taken, many who join their assemblies while perhaps being empowered with self-edification and lessons on how to have a victorious life here and now, have not been led to repentance of their sins and therefore are not becoming born again in forgiveness, blood-bought regeneration power. Therefore, when the validity of their salvation assurance is tested, they will fall away because they never had entered into eternal life's promise, nor were they sealed with the Holy Spirit as new creations in Christ. As this company of impostors grows greater as we draw closer to the Lord's return, the enemy has set up camp in our very midst, where he has placed his agents of darkness, who are wolves disguised as sheep, and who are introducing heresies while producing false signs and wonders that are beguiling and deceiving the naive and scripturally untaught, as well as some who should know better. Just a few years back, the gold phenomena was huge, and many were drawn into its trappings. Gold fillings showing up in teeth that they said were not put there by a dentist. Gold flakes falling from the sky, and many other reported, and by scriptural scrutiny, ludicrous appearances as well. In Roman Catholicism, statues of Mary have been reported to be weeping oil. And actually, that false phenomena was also just recently reported by a proclaimed evangelical 
Only this time, it was a Bible that was supposedly producing sacred healing oil. And this may be a good place to pick up with the Berean Call Commentary, which I believe expounds on the Holy Spirit's warning against such deceptive schemes of the enemy. They write, False signs and wonders will be an integral part of the apostasy. The departure from the truth will be spearheaded by apparent miracle workers, and the delusion will be made possible by a prevailing emphasis upon experience over doctrine. In 2 Timothy 4, 3-4, we read that, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. And in Matthew 7, to 23 we read the sobering words of Jesus. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. These apostates of whom Christ speaks do not lose their salvation. They were never saved. As confirmed by the words of Jesus, I never knew you. Yet they were high-profile Christian leaders, apparently performing signs and wonders in the name of Christ. Tragically, they seem to think that their ability to prophesy and to perform wonders proved that they belonged to him. The signs and wonders were so impressive that doctrine no longer mattered, exactly what we are seeing in large part today. Surely these of whom Jesus speaks in Matthew 7 must be the same false Christ and false prophets to whom he refers in Matthew 24. Moreover, the signs and wonders they are able to perform are apparently so impressive that without discernment by the Holy Spirit, even the very elect would be in danger of being deceived by them. Obviously, something more than mere trickery is involved. These miracle workers are backed by the power of Satan, whom they unwittingly serve in the name of the Lord. The Bible clearly predicts a last-day signs and wonders movement, but it will be of Satan and thus a delusion that will deceive many. After a solemn warning that in the last days, perilous times, not revival, but perilous times shall come, Paul makes this remarkable statement. Now as Janez and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. Janez and Jambres were the magicians in Pharaoh's court, who through the power of Satan duplicated up to a point the miracles that God did through Moses and Aaron. Paul thus declares that the last day's opposition to the truth will not come so much from outside the church, but from those within who are reprobate concerning the faith, depraved men who corrupt the truth. They do so by performing apparent miracles in Christ's name, some of which, when more than mere trickery, are actually orchestrated by Satan. In that way, they deceive and lead many astray, not out of the church, but into false doctrine and thus a false hope within the church. Satan has no more effective tactic than to damn souls. 
Such deception involving the whole gamut of today's revival scene must be seriously faced. Videos of the services, such as at the very popular Brownsville revival that began on Father's Day, June 18, 1995, at Brownsville Assembly of God in Pensacola, Florida, show people crawling on the floor, howling like wolves, barking like dogs, roaring like lions, going through bodily contortions impossible without the aid of some spiritual power, unable to speak or even remember their names when they tried to give a testimony, being drunk in the spirit and worse. Many of those being baptized into what power and source we must ask, seemed to lose consciousness or shake so violently that they had to be carried out of the baptismal tank or they would have drowned. Others are shown flailing about so wildly as to require several men to handle them. That such things could now be widely accepted as evidence of the Holy Spirit is not only blasphemous, but can only testify to the depths of this demonic delusion. In our next podcast, we will continue to expose such satanic schemes as we contend for the true faith, which was once for all delivered to the saints, with Holy Spirit awakened from our slumber reinforcement. Until then, I want to close with this encouragement. If you have been given the confidence by the Holy Spirit's witness within you that you are the born-again offspring of the one true and only God, having been purchased by the sacred and holy blood of the spotless Lamb, Lord Jesus the Christ. Rejoice, for it is no small thing to possess the assurance that your name has been written in his book of life and eternally sealed by his Holy Spirit. This profound guarantee will strengthen you in times of trials and testings, which are growing more intense as each day draws us closer to his coming for us and be sure to be ready in and out of season to share that glorious good news with those who have yet to enter in, contending earnestly for the true faith. Stand strong in that truth, beloved, and as always, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.